now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. Thanks for joining us today. We love having you here. Of course, if you are thinking of anything home-related, you want to know about home decoration or modifications or safety or things to do around the home, this is a great place for you to be for the next hour. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor from Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you now. If you're looking for them, you can find their contact information by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows and there you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All of their contact information is there, including mine as well. Or if you would just like me to connect you with any of them or you want to get in touch with me, uh, just reach out. You can find me uh, by Googling Tony Joe Real Estate, Tony Joe Victoria, or the Prime Real Estate Team, primeteam.ca. Uh, I would love to hear from you. And by the way, I love hearing from our listeners every week. I get either a message or a call um, and uh, just support for what we're doing out there, which is just basically giving information uh, and pulling back the curtain uh, of a lot of things that people have never known about uh, that is home related with their home purchase or their sale or maintenance or things like that. That's what we're here to do. And we're going to do that for as long as you are listening with us. Uh, today, we're going to be having a conversation about insurance. And our guests are our show sponsors and supporters from Westland Insurance. Uh, we're going to have with us today branch managers, Kimberly Zutz from Westside Village and Christina Kerr from Uptown. We're also going to be having a conversation about strata insurance with Paul Ellard. He's an insurance advisor at the Uptown branch. Of course, J.P. Sellers is our regular show fixture here. As it turns out, he's away uh, right now, uh, having a much needed uh, break. Uh, the gang at the branches at Westland uh, have a little announcement to make because, you know, it's Christmas time and it's time to support many of the uh, charities in need out there. Uh, but they wanted to make sure that we spread the news today. So you'll get that when I get Kimberly and Christina on the air. If you guys are podcast listeners, you want to listen to this or any of our past episodes, any of our over 200 episodes of the course of the past four years, uh, you'll find us on iTunes or Google Play. Just download us uh, and listen uh, at your heart's content. We've got so much great content over the years, so many great guests. A lot of the information is uh, evergreen, so it doesn't, it hasn't expired. The information is still the same as it was back then to now. Hey, sure. You know, some of the conversations about interest rates and sales numbers. Yeah, that has changed. Absolutely. Uh, but there's still some great services and businesses that we support here in Greater Victoria that you have access to just by listening to them and listening to what they do here on the whole home show. Now, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on out there in the market. You know, I like giving you guys a little update as to what's going on. We, it's the same story, by the way. It is low inventory. It's high demand. Prices are getting strong. It is frustrating for buyers. There's no question it's frustrating. Multiple offers, bidding wars. We've been talking about that for months here. Um, but I want to tell you a little story about people that I met uh, this week, people that were interested in purchasing a house that we have listed for sale. Um, th that's really no different. But what is different in this particular case here is there were folks from the lower mainland, and they are folks that did not have 
a real estate licensee representing them. So they're going to listing agents like myself, sellers agents, going to us directly and saying, hey, I want to buy the house um, and making an offer. Now, now, many of you know, June of 2018, some rules changed here in British Columbia. And the primary one was the act of doing limited dual agency is no longer allowed in the province of British Columbia. So in days prior, if you were a buyer and you didn't have an agent, you could go to the seller's agent and then you'd have this thing called limited dual agency where the agent's uh, uh, duties shift a little bit because they could work with both their seller and you, the buyer, in a limited capacity. They had to work impartially. They could not show favoritism to either side. And that was fine until June of 2018. Now, that process was imperfect. There was a lot of problems and complaints from people. Usually it was the buyer complaining about the fact that they thought they had representation when they didn't. Uh, so it was fraught with challenges, which is the reason why the provincial government shut down that practice. By the way, we are the only province of British Columbia in which limited dual agency is no longer permitted. It is permitted, by the way, in remote locations where it is impracticable to find other representation. Uh, by the way, folks, to date here, I have not identified any jurisdiction in British Columbia where that exists. So as far as I'm concerned, there is no limited dual agency, certainly not here in uh, Metro Victoria or Metro Vancouver, because of course you can find an agent pretty easily, right? But anyways, getting back to these folks, nice people, really nice people. Um, you know, I had to do my disclosures to them at the very beginning, explain to them that I only represent the seller. We have this thing called a disclosure of risk to unrepresented parties. We have to go through the fact that uh, clar clarifying that I only work for the seller. I have no duty of uh, confidentiality to this unrepresented buyer. I cannot provide them any form of uh, service direction or advice. I can't give them help on the contract of purchase and sale, any of that kind of stuff. They were fine. They came with their own contract. They wanted to make their own offer. And my job, as any other seller's agent is, is to uh, deliver offers to our clients whenever they come in. Now, this particular case is the same as always. The seller had note, had uh, um, determined a delayed offer date. So we listed on, I think it was Thursday. We were not going to look at offers until the following Thursday. The intent was to have showings of the house all the way up until then. And these people show up on Thursday and they send me an offer. It's what we call a bully offer. It's a preemptive offer because, of course, their intent was to uh, cut the queue and jump in before anybody else could. So a few things for you to, to know here, um, our valued listeners. Number one, we hadn't had showings on the house yet because they were scheduled to begin the next day. And I had lined up many, many showings over the course of the next three days. So this offer comes in, had a number of conditions on it, right? The usual stuff, financing, inspection, title, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it came in at a price that was, you know, Okay, but you know what the seller's response to the offer was? And it's the, my job is to deliver the offer uh, and to uh, give the seller all the details and information they know. It is up to them to make the decision. We respect the client. The client always makes the call. And the client's decision here was, hold on a second. Nobody's seen the house yet. We want to have these 15 or 20 people come through the house the next couple of days um, because we want to give everyone the opportunity because maybe the price will be better or the deal will be better. So they simply did not accept the offer. So the offer was rejected. I notified the unrepresented buyer and that was all fine. Now, fast forward 
um, moving a week forward. And guess what happened? Of course, we had the multiple offer situation. And uh, as it turns out, this buyer did come back. So they came back with another offer. Um, it uh, was a little bit better in price, but it still had all the conditions on it. And at the end of the day, my seller decided to take a clean, unconditional offer. And the reason for that is there is a value to surety. There's a value to certainty, to knowing that the deal is done. Whenever there's conditions on the contract, that is just another way for a buyer to back out of the offer. Um, you know, the, I don't know these buyers. I can't know them because I don't represent them. But they were saying, oh, we're qualified. We're good. You know, uh, we just need a week for financing. It's just a formality. The bank tells us we're okay. Oh, really? Because you know what? All these other parties who are writing unconditionally have confidence and they're not making it a condition. The other one too is a building inspection. Now we had done a preemptive inspection uh, for the house and we made that available to anyone who wanted to see it. It's a newer house, so there's really not much with it anyways. But again, that's another opening that the seller identified that could have been a place where the buyer could change their mind, right? But the last thing is the fact that the buyer had never seen the house never seen the house. They didn't have a designee or an agent. They didn't send an agent over. They didn't have family. They didn't take videos or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, they're saying, oh, you know, it'll be fine. That's the biggest risk that a seller has. You know, given the choice between somebody who has seen the house and somebody who hasn't, you're going to go to the one that has seen it. Now, in this particular case here, the house is on a kind of busy corner, right, at an intersection with lights. And you know that if the buyer who hadn't seen the house popped over to visit, that's probably one of the first things they're going to say is, oh, I don't like, maybe I don't like this. I'm going to walk away. Well, the seller had considered that conditional offer that I would have put them in limbo for a week and then they'd have to start from scratch again, which is again, the reason why the clean offer was the winner. So complicated, but that's just the way things go. And really sorry for uh, this family, nice family. They tried. All I can say is, you know, get yourself help, get a representative. You're not saving money, by the way, guys. Uh, you know, having a representative will look after your own best interests. It's a big deal. It's a million dollar house. Come on. It's important. Uh, we're going to take our break right now. When we come back, we're going to be having a chat with our friends from Westland Insurance. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show and I'm Tony Joe. We have on our show today, uh, one of our show partners uh, and longtime sponsor, it's Westland Insurance. Uh, but specifically, we have a couple of guests new to the program, not our usual JP, who is here giving you guys great advice about insurance uh, needs whenever you need it. Um, but we have a couple of branch managers. So from the Uptown branch, we have Christina Kerr and from the Westside Village branch kimberly zoots uh kimberly and christina thanks for coming thanks, thanks for, having, for us. having us um you know there's so much to know i mean we uh, i know that people are seeing the signs up on a regular basis you know driving by and and seeing uh westland uh westland's been around for a long time so let's just talk about um what westland insurance is well, Westland Insurance is a great company, uh, whether we're, you know, as employees, but also for our clients, 
Um, since its founding in 1980, uh, Westland has remained a family-owned company, and we're committed to supporting local communities where our clients and teams work and live. So we really welcome the opportunity to help uh, local organizations um, with financial and volunteer contributions um, that we can make a lasting social and environmental impact. So um, that's what we're hoping to uh, be talking about today. Oh, yeah, because you, you, you guys do have something to uh, announce uh, a little bit later. Now, there's a number of branches throughout the uh, the region here, of course. Now, you guys are at Uptown and also at uh, Westside Village, but there's other branches too, right? That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a, a location in uh, Colwood and also in Langford. Yeah, fantastic. Now, what what is it that you guys can do to help clients? Like, I know what the answer is, obviously, because, I, I, hey, I'm a supporter of of um, Westland Insurance, uh, but to our listeners, wh why should they pop in and visit or why should they give you guys a call? Well, insurance can be a hard subject to navigate. So we have trusted advisors who've been in the insurance business for a long time and we really care about our clients and helping them to understand uh, their basic needs for insurance and to help them to, um, to educate them so they know that they're making the right choices. Well, we talk about this on this program a lot. Like it's, it's a complicated situation. I, I think for most people just kind of show up and they go, you know, tell me what I need and, you know, tell me where to sign and that's it. But the rub comes when uh, an occurrence happens and they don't have the coverage that they thought they did. I guess the big question, I'm going to pose this to our listeners here right now. Who here reads their policy? Who here knows exactly what it is they're buying? And, and again, that's why you guys are here, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Even on renewal times, I think um, we really need to look at that policy again and resell it to the client and educate them on what they're getting year after year and not just... Um, let them walk out or not have a chance to talk about what their renewal looks like and their coverages, because you know, insurance changes all the time. There's new, new things that we can uh, offer them that we didn't have last year. And you're right, a lot of people walk in, walk out, they don't know what they have. And uh, we like to take the slow down and give them the time to ask the questions and get the information they need. Yeah, because when they're coming into Westland Insurance, like either of your branches or any of the branches, that's what you guys do. You do insurance. It's not like it's one of a whole bunch of different products or things that, that a store might have or something. You guys are the insurance specialists, right? Exactly. Right. And that's the word. Yeah, we specialize in home and auto um, and the toys, of course, that you might have. But um, yeah, so we want to be that trusted advisor for our clients. And and there's no silly questions. There's no stupid questions. Um, before I got into insurance, I know myself, my renewal came and I just tossed it to the side and I was afraid to ask questions. So <laughs> we, we want everyone to, out there to understand that we welcome the, the fact um, that people want to come in and discuss their policies. For sure. Well, but the other thing that uh, Kimberly was just mentioning, though, too, is that uh, things change and sure uh, policies change or other features or whatever. But we can't forget about the fact that people's lives change, too. And you pick up things or you buy things or you got more responsibility or, or what. That's another factor, too. Right. Correct. And, you know, I think with uh, the COVID pandemic, a lot of people did a lot of um, 
home-based businesses started up and we need to make sure that those are included in their insurance. Um, and like you say, some people purchased different things and their lives have changed. So we really need to have that information updated. Um, and there was a booming um, construction. People were doing additions and doing those things that they'd put off. And so we need to know those changes as well because those um, uh, affect your policies. People forget about that. Yeah. It's like, you know, let's add to our house, let's improve the house, you know, but the insurance is fine. Um, but of course, insurance doesn't know that they just spent a uh, hundred or $300,000 on a renovation or update or, or something like that. Right. That's right. And it's very important that we have the correct square feet and any updating that you've done on your home to um, adequately insure it. Yeah, it's it's so so important. But uh, you know, and again, getting getting back to what uh, Christina had mentioned, you know, just uh, looking, not even looking at the policy. You know, I, I hear so many times of people, and I've heard it from some of our listeners here as well, where renewal time is just a oh, I got the renewal, I just send it back. You know, people aren't paying attention. We do try really hard on our program here on the Whole Home Show to remind people it's important. It's important to read through the fine. It's important to know what you're covered for. And it's important to add things um, uh, as you need to. That's why they got to pop down and visit you guys, right? Completely agree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm preaching to the choir here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Kimberly, uh, you're in a new location. I am at Westside Village. Um, we've been open for from March, I believe. Christina started that branch, opened that branch with us, and then I came in at the end of June. And we only had a team of four, but we're now a team of eight. So we have many more um, people to service and help you get all the information you need. Well, I've got to say, I know Westside a little bit because my office is just right across the street down on Harbor Road. So it's my neck of the woods and, you know, it's where we pop by for coffee or lunch or, or whatever. And of course, JP's there now as well, right? That's uh, right. He is one of our home advisors and a welcomed addition to our team. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great to hear. And, and um, you know, what everyone's always, of course, looking for is things like parking and ease of access and, you know, be, uh, being able to, to pop in and everything because things did change. Like I remember we were talking about this with JP when the pandemic happened and people couldn't come in and things were done remotely. That was a little awkward, right? Very awkward. Uh, well, I mean, we adapted as well, though. We, we um, have a great phone system that we can help people over the phone and we still can do that quite a bit mm -hmm. um, and that people can now come and visit us we have ample parking yeah, um, yeah. and um, the other thing too that you guys have uh, have touched on is it's not just home insurance but it's also car insurance too and that's also something that's uh, that's really important right same story though don't just yeah. renew you got to know what your coverage is right absolutely absolutely yeah yeah. Um, you know, the uh, the insurance is something that the lawyers ask for when somebody's home sale is closing. And again, this is something that we bring up on a regular basis. It's amazing how often uh, people scramble for this at the last minute. 
because they they didn't and they had all the time. So, you know, one of the things that that we always do just, you, you know, in my real estate practice is whenever somebody's buying a home, we send JP uh, the listing and he, you know, puts everything together and, you know, offers a quote and, you know, it's an option for, for people. I think it's, you know, for me, it's a value add for, uh, for consumers, but it also means not rushing, you know, at that last minute as, as people, yeah. there's enough things to worry about, right? Being informed, right? And um, having that opportunity like JP giving out that information and he probably uh, gives them a list of things that uh, they should be aware of at the time as well in his email. So, well, I, I know he's doing his thing when the client uh, gets in touch with us and has questions. Well, the insurance is asking us, you know, about, you know, the plumbing or the electrical or whatever. And okay, this is great, but I'd rather do it now yeah. than do it at the, you know, uh, 11th hour on closing date when the lawyers and the bank scrambling and, and all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, we do get several um, requests panics. to prove yeah. insurance and panics. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, listen, we need to take a, a break here. We're chatting today with uh, Kimberly Zutz and Christina Kerr, both from Westland Insurance, our show sponsor and our show partner. Um, need to take a break right now, but when we come back. We'll be talking about some of the great community stuff that Westland Insurance does. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of The Whole Home Show team members a call they would love to hear from you. If you want their contact information or mine, of course, just visit cfax1070.com, look under shows. There you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All of our supporters' contact information is there. By the way, uh, if you're a podcast listener, uh, you can find all of our 220 some odd episodes over the last four years on iTunes or Google Play, so you can listen at your heart's delight. Uh, we are having a chat today with our, so, our show supporters from Westland Insurance. Our guests are Kimberly Zutz and Christina Kerr, both branch managers with Westland Insurance. Uh, thank you both again for coming and joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So we were talking uh, just before the break about the importance of reviewing your insurance. We, you know, we cannot remind people enough because, uh, you know, people, especially now, by the way, I mean, here we are. We've just had all this natural disaster. I can't imagine what some of these people are going through in the lower mainland right now. And, you know, um, houses gone or destroyed or flooded or whatever. Um, you know, perhaps our listeners here uh, in the CRD region are safe and haven't had any issues, but this will have an effect on the insurance uh, companies uh, over time, right? Absolutely. Um, catastrophic events like this affect us as consumers of insurance um, because we're all tied in to uh, reinsurers that insurance companies buy insurance from. So when catastrophes happen, then rates go up and we're all affected, even if we personally don't put in a claim. Yeah, because it could it could have happened hundreds of miles away or thousands of miles away or whatever. We're not just talking Canada, too. We're like international uh, catastrophes have uh, an effect on insurance, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, it kind of leads us, though, to a discussion about, you know, again, people 
uh, suffering through uh, bad things or bad times. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so thrilled, actually, a, a group of agents in the Vancouver uh, region there, uh, they got together, they had 46 helicopter flights and delivered, uh, I think it was 12,000 pounds of food and supplies uh, um, to people in the Hope region, you know, who are caught off mm -hmm. uh, and everything. Um, so, you know, that's an example of organizations doing great things. Now, you guys, of course, have something planned in that regard as well, too. Kimberly, you want to tell us about it? Sure. Um, it started off actually at the Uptown uh, branch. One of the team members there brought forward an idea to support our local food banks. And um, so we all jumped together, Christina and myself and the other branch managers um, thought, why not do this in our, our local area for the four branches? And so we'll have um, food don donation boxes, but we also will be taking cash donations as well at each of the locations. So at our uptown branch, West Side Village, uh, Langford in the um, Belmont Market and the Colwood at Colwood Corners. Uh, we'll all have donation boxes at each of those. Um, and anyone that does donate will be able to um, enter in to win uh, a gift basket. So we'll be donating a, a wine gift basket and a goodies and chocolates uh, gift basket. So um, it's really important that we look to what we can donate. Anything helps each of those little uh, cans of whatever non-perishable foods will help somebody in need. This time of year, I think, um, is crucial. And I think that the donations are coming in slower because everyone is feeling the pinch. And so whatever we can help out with would be fantastic. Oh, that's that's great, guys. That, that, you know, and it makes a lot of sense because there you are. You've got offices throughout the uh, the region here and, and places uh, to, uh, to pop in. Um, I mean, hey, uh, 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 listeners, you know, if uh, if, if, you know, we all want to support during this time of year, pop in the the Westland insurance, uh, so even if you don't need insurance. You know, just pop in, say hi. Mm -hmm. I can tell you because I pop into the offices. They're all friendly people. They're not going to bite, right? Uh, come in with your uh, non-perishables. When are you guys starting this, by the way? Uh, today. And we should be winding down by the 15th. Okay. Um, because I think that the food banks need to get their um, hampers delivered and ready by those times. So. Yeah, and you did mention that you're receiving uh, money, cash as well, too. Right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think it's important for people to know that cash actually goes a long way as well, because that way the food bank can actually uh, purchase what people need. And uh, often they can leverage, uh, they can get more bank for the buck with a monetary donation. But that's not to say that you shouldn't bring in. I mean, let's do that. Let's go through our cabinets and let's mm -hmm. look through maybe stuff that we no longer need. Uh, because perhaps uh, somebody else could use it. I mean, that, uh, that, that's a good thing too. Uh, this is a great example of a um, uh, family-owned uh, uh, organization that wants to give back to the community. I, I think that's great, guys. Uh, and, and we want to be looking at um, things like this throughout the year as well. Organizations like the Food Bank need our support year-round. So we're going to be having some more initiatives coming up uh, to collect donations for the Food Bank and other local charities as well that we want to support. Um, one that we already support is uh, Westland Shares in the sponsorship of hospital activity books for children in the local um, hospitals in Victoria. So um, this is just another way that we can give back. Yeah, so, so it's not just insurance. I mean, you, you know, actually, insurance is meant for the security of a of a family, and and it, I guess in some degrees, this this is as well too, right? 
Yeah, so true. And it all comes into being, we feel um, very, um, very, uh, when it comes to our clients, um, we want to be that trusted advisor. So to be trusted, we also want to have involvement in the community as well. So again, like you said, it's not just insurance. Uh, we also want to be out there and helping um, our clients, or just even um, if they're not clients, we still want to give back to the community because it means a lot for us to uh, live and work in the communities that we are in. Fantastic. Okay. So, so again, just as a reminder, especially if you have just joined us right now, Westland Insurance uh, is collecting for uh, the food bank at the branches of uh, Uptown, Westside Village, uh, Colwood, and Langford. Langford's got a, a nifty new little spot too. That Belmont Market area is a, a great location. It's great. Um, I'm overseeing that branch as well right now. And um, we are increasing our, our uh, traffic there. There's tons of parking and um, busy, busy location. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing what, they, uh, what they've done there. Um, so again, uh, we're having a conversation right now uh, with our show partners and supporters uh, at Westland Insurance. And we're learning right now it's more than just insurance. But I do want to kind of wrap up uh, you know, our, our, our last few moments here in our conversation. Uh, again, a reminder about insurance. So we talked about home insurance. We've talked about car insurance. Um, and we've talked about the fact that, you know, insurance is one of these things. Don't get angry at your insurance provider because the costs have gone up. It is a, a you know, mother nature has got a, a big hand in this here, right? And when she deals a blow like she has recently, it's going to mean that our insurance is going to go up. That is, that is just a fact, right? That's so true. But then too, like when you see your rates going up, don't hesitate to come and talk to us and see what options are available and how we can make little tweaks to make it um, possibly more cost effective. And that includes people who are not necessarily clients of Westland Insurance right now. I mean, there's no harm in going in and getting a, uh, a quote or having a review on your insurance, right? Exactly. I encourage all my clients to um, get quotes um, and my friends and family uh, just shop around. Um, it just depends on what um, packages and what coverages are right for you. Um, and it also depends on where you live too. It can have a big impact on your rates. Yeah. You, you know, I, I, I have said this on the program before, and I think it was with JP as well, but uh, I had a flood uh, a few years ago in my basement and insurance, thank goodness, covered uh, everything. But I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't know. I mean, I'm in the business. I'm supposed to know these things. And, you know, when it happened, my wife and I are like, oh, well, I hope it's going to be okay. Well, you know what? It's, it would be, I know now, right? So it's, it, it's, it's much better to be in a position of, I'm going to be okay. You know, this, this stuff is happening right now, but I know I'm covered. I know Westland's got me. I know everything is going to be just fine, right? Absolutely. And that's what I say to everyone and all your listeners out there is go ask the questions now because in a claim situation, it is so stressful. And to know ahead of time that, yes, I am covered for this uh, is peace of mind. Yeah, so much, so much. Oh, thank you both for coming and talking about some of the neat stuff, the neat stuff that Westland is doing. Uh, again, our guest today, uh, Kimberly Zutz, a branch manager at the Westside Village branch, and Christina Kerr, a branch manager at the Uptown uh, location, both of Westland Insurance. And again, Westland has been a supporter of this program for so long, for so, so long. Uh, really appreciate you guys coming here and all the best. Um, great job with uh, collecting for the food bank. And uh, I know it will be wildly successful. Thanks for coming, guys. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having us. 
This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a conversation today with our show supporters and show sponsors and have been for a very long time, the gang at Westland Insurance. We uh, were just chatting with Kimberly Zutz and Christina Kerr, both branch managers of the Westside Village and Uptown branches talking about uh you know entering into the christmas season and supporting the food bank and as a reminder guys if you're just joining us right now over the christmas holidays pop in to the westland insurance uh, branches uh, uptown westside village colwood langford and drop off your uh non-perishable food items or uh monetary donations to help those in need it's so important right now um we are right now uh going to be chatting about insurance because of course that's what westland insurance does and our guest right now is paul ellard paul is an insurance advisor uh located up at the uptown branch oh paul thanks for joining us my pleasure yeah you're stepping into jp's shoes uh, the fellas away right now we were hoping to chat with them but of course you know we wanted to make sure that we got the christmas news out as well too yeah. with the westland all the neat stuff that westland does in the community we gave them some vacation <laughs> you get it lucky 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 listen yeah. you know it's it's been in the news uh to some degree um and i want to talk about condo insurance today because okay. you know obviously buildings need to be insured uh, in the news a couple of years ago was all the stuff about the fact that uh, insurance policies of uh, prices had escalated, um, deductibles had escalated, and people are, you know, they're wondering, they're like, why is it? Why are we paying so much? And that's the conversation I wanted to have with you today. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so I guess the start to that is, is you know, there are many insurance companies out there and they all take a look at the risk that they're willing to cover. Um, and in the past few years, there's been a lot of stuff going on with condos, uh, towers with water problems, and, and now they're being used for Airbnbs and all sorts of things. So there's a lot of additional risk there and a number of companies pulled out of covering condos. So there are fewer companies that are doing it now and they're taking on all that added risk. And unfortunately, one of the things that happens when that occurs is that the premiums have to reflect the risk. Because there's less selection. There's, there's less right. choices. That's yeah. right. Yep. You know, you, you just brought up an important one as well too. Buildings are getting taller. I mean, we're seeing that even here in Victoria. For the longest time, we were a wood frame, four-story kind of town. Yep. And now all of a sudden, we got 24 stories. We've got steel and concrete. Um, yep. why, why does that have any effect? Well, um, water flows south, and if, if, if there's a, you know, a problem at the top of the building, if there's a fire at the top of the building, if, if somebody leaves their bathtub overflowing, it affects a lot of people, it affects a large part of the building, and you'd be surprised at how much water uh, can flow in a very short period of time, and so uh, claims uh, resulting from that, the, the costs are high. Okay. Well, let's, yep. let's, let's kind of parse this out here. So let's just, okay. it, let's just envision somebody yep. on the, you know, 20th floor of a building, uh, unbeknownst to them, because maybe they're away, their toilet yep. overflows or the sink overflows. Uh -huh. And like you said, the water goes south, right? Yep. Um, so there's going to be damage to units below it. Yes. Okay. Who pays for that? Well, there's the strata building policy. So if, uh, if there's damage to the building and it exceeds the deductible that's on the strata 
building insurance policy, then the building in most cases will be making a claim for repairs to the building. Uh, and then the unit owners in each of those affected units will likely have damage to their contents uh, and, and to betterments and improvements that, um, that they've got in the unit. And so the, uh, the unit owner uh, that where, where the, the um, damage uh, loss began, uh, their policy is going to pick up for stuff like that with, with liability and, and whatnot for other unit owners. Oh, okay, okay. So let's just yeah. step back a sec. So we're talking yeah. about the unit where the leak originated. Right? Yes. So there is some responsibility for that owner because the tub leaked or the toilet came from their unit. Okay. Yeah. And and the strata can say because it was the tub or because it was something inside of your unit, they can they can just attribute it all to the the unit owner, uh, and and have them have their policy be responsible for for um a large part of that claim yeah not the least of which is the deductible for the strata right that's right yep yeah and all condo policies have coverage for strata deductibles uh different companies have different amounts um in my experience generally it's twenty five thousand uh, for levies like that uh there are as i say though with different com companies different amounts and, yeah, so you and, and that's one of those things. I mean, everything has gone up in price. And I remember when deductibles were, you know, like a thousand bucks or something. Now yep. we're talking yep. real money and it can even be like in the area of 250,000. That's right. Yeah. There, there is one building here in Victoria where that is the deductible. Wow. Okay. So um, uh, now that owner where the leak originated, you, we better hope that they have insurance coverage. Yes. Or, um, now, generally speaking, that has been a requirement of stratas that owners, of course, have coverage. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and in my experience, um, I've come across very few people that, that opt to not go with the insurance. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very few. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Because it can be crippling. I mean, we're talking dollars. We're not just talking a few bucks here. I mean, if it goes down 20 floors, that's a lot of damage and that could, that could be very painful. Yeah. Several thousand. And, and if you're not insured, then the uh, building owner, their only recourse is to come after you personally. And if you don't have that insurance, uh, basically you've guaranteed you're going to be bankrupt for the rest of your life. Yeah. Lose your unit, right? Lose yep. your equity, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So in that respect, insurance really is, it's a, it's a cheap price to pay for the security of, of, of that for the peace of mind yeah okay so the other thing that i want to talk about is you know nowadays we look into condos even older buildings where owners have gone and they've made fancy renovations so they got brand new kitchen with the quartz countertops and the undermount sinks and the stainless steel appliances and the yep. hardwood floors and the whole nine yards um this is also another reason why insurance costs have gone up because when those things get damaged it's very different than if it was the original, you know, 1970 vintage, whatever was in there, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, those are called betterments and improvements. And uh, betterments and improvements are anything that has been added 
after the development is complete, after the first unit owner has bought that place and then they start doing stuff, those are betterments and improvements. And um, the strata policy doesn't cover those. It's up to the unit owner to worry about those. Uh, and if you're buying a unit now that was built in 1970, there, you know, there are betterments and improvements potentially all the way back to 1970. And, and if you want those replaced in the event of a loss, uh, then you have to have an appropriate amount of coverage on your strata policy. Yeah, and as I talked with with Christina and um, uh, with with uh, both of the gals a little bit earlier there, that the reminder is to uh, to go and uh, make sure that your coverage is sufficient, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Usually on a policy, the initially the betterments and improvements will equal your contents coverage. There are other other companies out there that do it a little differently, but generally speaking, it's equal to your contents coverage. So, uh, if you think you need more than that, then that can be increased on your policy. Yeah. So there are changes afoot out there uh, for you guys in the insurance realm. Uh, the, the government is is thinking of enacting some changes in uh, in insurance for. Uh, like nothing that's uh, firm yet, but I mean, these are things that I guess we get to look forward to in the, in the near future, right? Um, they're always updating condo policies. <laughs> and now with, with all this water going on, there's likely going to be more updates to, to water coverages and, and changes, you know, that, that will help and changes that will be more restrictive. So, yeah, actually it, it reminds me of a story that I have. So uh, clients of mine, I sold their unit uh, some time ago. Uh, and when I went to go see it the first time, the inside of their unit was a very different vintage. It wasn't an old, it was not an older unit. Like the building was only, you know, say 10 years old at the time, but all of their interior was redone. And I was mm -hmm. like, hmm, this is kind of weird. Like, you know, why would you renovate the, the, the condo at such an early stage? Well, as I learned a little bit later, the unit above, because it was kind of like a sub penthouse, the unit above had a built-in espresso machine. Okay. That had a plumbing line, right? And uh -huh. it was an absentee owner who was never home. And that plumbing line leaked and it leaked into my seller's unit and the ceiling buckled and like all this damage happened. Wow. Uh, and, and again, it's a reminder about the fact that, you know, things can happen. You're living in cold, close confine with other people. And then you got things like an espresso machine that not everyone has. This is like a this is like a, you know, kind of a little bonus, but it caused all this damage, right? Yeah. Something more common would be these refrigerators with ice makers. Yes. And, and there are many more of those out there than uh, built-in espresso units. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, you don't know what, you're, uh, what the individual above you has and what the potential risk to you is. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, again, I, I think it's going to start happening where it's going to be demanded that uh, owners kind of list their list of improvements and all the things that they've done and, uh, you know, to, to be insured accordingly. Um, yeah. Because this is, it's a very complicated process, right? I have had clients ask, how do I know what's happened before? And, and really at this point, all we can say is, you know, go back to the original, um, the original design and, and uh, that's blueprints. That's not the easiest thing for a client to do. So. Well, the um, other thing, of course, is we, we, as the real estate community, we can look back in the building and yeah. see, you know, the Good. vintage of what the units looked like back then you yeah. know, in the 70s yeah. or 80s or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's so complicated, but I, I, I just wanted our listeners to know and understand a little bit more. This is the reason why, yeah, insurance is expensive, but I'm, you know, what's the other option, right? Yeah, if, if you suffer a loss and you don't have insurance, um, 
bad it, option. It, it affects it, it. It affects you so much more. It's you know the the personal implications are are so much higher. Yeah. Yeah, my goodness. Um, and it's a reminder, everyone, uh, get review your strat review your insurance policy, not just strata, but your insurance policy. Um, because they're complicated, they're not fun to read, go down and bump into people like Paul or JP at uh, Westside Insurance, Paul's at the Uptown Branch, JP's at Westside Village. Um, I mean, these are experts and people that can help you with your determination, you got to make sure that you're sufficiently covered, or maybe sometimes people have the wrong coverage, right? That's possible. Um, the only way to find out is, is to review and ask questions. Yeah. Okay. And also to uh, uh, folks, as we talked about with Kimberly and Christina earlier, there's ICBC and car insurance as well, too, that Westland Insurance can take care of. So uh, all of your insurance needs can be had at any of the Westland Insurance branches. And when you're there over the course of the next couple of weeks, make sure you bring in your uh, non-perishable uh, items or cash donations to the food banks. Cause you know, if ever is the time, now is the time. Paul, thanks so much for joining us. You know, we can only cover so much in the time we have, but if anyone has a question about insurance, um, I'm going to say, go down and see Paul at Uptown. All right. Sounds good. Uh, it's uh, that's what we're all, we're all here for. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us, Paul. And to the rest of our listeners, we will be here for you this time next week.